I'm your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and this is Creating the Vision, a podcast about living the life you envisioned and leaning into your passions, power, and purpose. Each week, we'll hear from guests discussing their journey to living and creating the vision for their life. We'll talk all things vision imagery, goal setting, and accountability so that you feel empowered and inspired to take action, turning your plan into the life you've always dreamed of living. Welcome, visionary. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Creating the Vision. I am your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and today you get me, (laughs) just me. I hope you have been enjoying all of the fantastic interviews and conversations that I have been having with some dear friends of mine, and I am so excited to bring more content to you throughout the rest of the year. But I wanted to take a moment here this week and next to drop two shorter episodes for you on a couple of different things the science of goal setting, and the power of vision imagery. I'm actually going to reverse engineer this and explain to you this week why I make the case for vision imagery whenever I'm in front of a group, a corporation, a small business, a startup, etc. This is my purpose, my passion. I have shared with you, if you've listened to any of the episodes before, how important this is to me because this is my life. This is what I do. And it is is something that was placed on my heart a long time ago that I kept ignoring, that I kept pushing down, that I kept thinking I wasn't good enough to deliver, that I wasn't the person that was supposed to or or was designed to give or deliver this message until I finally started opening myself up to the practices, the things that I had been doing my entire life, that I had been ignoring the signs and the signals. And opening my eyes to the fact that this is what I am meant to do. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea of the next 10 to 15 minutes of what I'm going to dive into. But if you have not heard me share my topic before, I guess my talk or what I talk with corporations about or workshops, et cetera, I make the case for vision imagery before I do any workshop because I need people to understand. I want them to understand. I want them to buy into the fact that this is something that can work and will work in their life. And I do so by using science to back it up. I share with participants of my workshops and my my corporate sessions that less than 3% of Americans write down their goals. Globally, that's about 18 to 20%. So there's astounding percentage of people, 80% that do not write down their goals. When I first was getting started, I found the statistic to be completely overwhelming. And I was blown away by this because I, my assumption was that because I lived in around and surrounded myself with people who were driven, ambitious, had a purpose, had a vision, were fulfilled in their life, that everyone wrote down their goals, but they don't. So let that sink in. Only 3% of Americans write their goals down. And globally, that number doesn't go up too much more, but less than 20% globally write their goals down. Now, the interesting caveat to that is that when we write our goals down, when we outline them with an action plan, which becomes our form of visual representation, and we add an accountability partner to the goals that we're working to achieve, our chances of achieving those goals rise to 64%. Even if you just wrote your goals down, you're 42% more likely to accomplish them. 
Don't believe what I'm saying? Check it out for yourself. Dr. Gail Matthews did a study out of Franciscan University where she looked at and identified how people set goals, achieve goals, whether they write them down or not, and whether they have the same ability to achieve those goals based on the parameters of the study. There have been meta-analyses analyses done of over 99 studies centered at goal setting around the holidays and around the new year. And since we are in Q4, we are approaching the holiday season. We're in the thick of it. It's the Halloween, the Thanksgiving, the Christmas into the new year. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, 99% of studies, over 92% of people failed at their New Year's resolution. And 62% of them failed within the first month. So only 8% of people stick to their New Year's resolutions. This is why I say I'm fundamentally against, like I'm vehemently against New Year's, Re New Year's resolutions. And I always ask participants in my workshops, you know, why? Why do you think people fail? Why do you think people fail? And they give me the, the most profound and correct and honest and perfect answers because we make the goals bigger than what we can accomplish in the time that we allow ourselves to do so. We overwhelm ourselves with 50 goals instead of focusing on one or two things. We don't focus on the habits, the processes, and the systems that we are putting in place in order to achieve those goals. And instead, we are making it all about the end destination, the end result. The goal is just the destination. It's everything along the way to getting there that means everything. If I want to run a marathon, I have to get up every single day between the day that I make that decision and the time that I run that race. And I have to follow an action plan of how to get there. I need to work on my nutrition. I need to work on how many times I'm running. What do those links look like? Am I running every day? Am I only running four days a week? Am I doing strength training in between? How am I fueling my body in order to run those 26 plus miles? We get overwhelmed because we try to do it all in a two to three week span. And at the first sign of frustration or hiccup, or we get sick or something derails us, we have a work project that takes over and ah, oh, we forgot to run for two days. Well, I might as well give up. I might as well just forget about that dream, forget about that goal and move on because we haven't learned to stay consistent. We haven't put processes and systems in place designed to create success. I don't have to be perfect every single day. I just have to progress. I've got to make progress on what it is that I'm working to achieve, little steps, which is why if you work with me, you know I have a post-it note strategy. I write one thing on a post-it note every day. And that is the only thing that I'm required to get done off of my quote unquote to-do list. Because science tells us that when we get more than three things in our brain, we start to get overwhelmed. This is why you cannot make to-do lists that are 10 to 20 to 50 items long. All you have done is overwhelm yourself and made it way more confusing for you. Because when we start to process everything that we have to do, we, we can't compute that when it comes to time effort, energy. So one thing, one thing a day. And when you accomplish that one thing, yes, can you move on to more? Absolutely. But that's the only thing that you're responsible for. At the end of one business week, Monday through Friday, you will have accomplished five things. And then I want you to spend time on your Friday five. 
What is a Friday Five, you might ask? A Friday Five is where you take five minutes to reflect on the week. You take five minutes to reflect on the week. You pull all those post-it notes together, all those things that you crossed off that you made happen. You reflect on them. I provide quotes, motivational quotes, inspirational quotes, journal prompts, questions to ponder that also aid and help. What made this dif- this week different than the last? How were you able to execute this week compared to the last? What were areas that you need to work on? Did you get all five things done? Was there a day that your post-it note went undone? That's okay too. This is not about beating ourselves up and forcing ourselves to make sure that we get things done. I don't want you staying up till 1159 just to make sure that you accomplished that post-it note and can pull it off your mirror or remove it from your steering wheel or your computer screen, wherever you put it. The idea is to get you started following a process, following a system that is designed to help you be successful. So the next, I encourage people to journal. That would be my next tip. If you don't journal, haven't journaled, don't like it, don't want to like it, I'm going to ask you to push through because I think you're going to find that you really do like it. It's a fantastic tool. If anything, just to get your thoughts down on paper, to brain dump. These don't ever have to be for human consumption. You don't even have to read them again yourself if you don't want. But journaling is an incredibly powerful tool for us to align our thoughts with our core values, with the things that are meaningful to us, the things that are taking up headspace that are there for a reason that we just need to get rid of. There is so much information that we consume in our life. The average attention span has decreased significantly since the year 2000, where we were at about 25 minutes of focus time on any one given subject. And it's now down to about seven minutes. That's thanks large in part to social media, to instant gratification, to video, to text, to pictures, to everything that we are inundated with. But here's the cool thing. This is where I start to turn towards the power of vision imagery. We can utilize those images to our advantage and in our favor when it comes to accomplishing our goals. And here's why. When participants in my workshop work through their workbooks and start writing out their goals and they start to pick the images that are going to align with their goals to be placed on their board that will then go in front of them in a spot in their home or their office where they're going to see it every single day of the week, what they're doing is priming and prepping their brain to be rewired. There's so much science in vision imagery. There's so much power in visualization. 80 to 90% of us are visual learners, so it would only make sense that this is a way in which we could absorb our goals, absorb our intentions, absorb the things that we want to see out in the universe. So one of the examples that I use to create and help people understand this frequency illusion, this frequency bias that we're creating to hone in on our goals is shopping for a car. I'm sure we've all done that, or we at least know someone who has, or we have a mom or a dad who's come home with a brand new car and we'd never seen that car before. And if you find yourself hopping in that car and then seeing that car out on the road, and man, I don't think you'd ever noticed it before, right? And it's even your same color or it's a different color, but you just notice now that there's a lot of that car out on the road. If you've ever had that happen, that's called frequency illusion, frequency bias, because now it is a part of your world before it was never a part of your world. So you never knew and weren't aware of that particular vehicle. 
but now you are. So now you see it everywhere. We're doing the same exact thing when we build out vision boards. We're putting the images in front of us that are important, that have value, that have meaning, and that we want to see out in our world. If I wake up every day and I don't have an image of where I'm going, I don't have an outline or a plan for my day, then any direction I go in is going to get me somewhere. It's not going to get me where I want to go, but see, I don't know where I'm going because I don't have a mental image or picture of where it is that I'm headed. But if I wake up every day and I look at my vision board, which says corporate and executive trainings, of which I have crushed this year in implementing my program and process in over 40 corporations across the U.S., that is because every single day I welcomed that into my world. I welcomed it into my universe and I openly said, this is what I want to see. So when I would go into a business or I would network with someone or I would meet with someone, the goal was always how can we work together? Because I woke up today and man, all I kept thinking about was my executive training, my nonprofit coaching and leadership seminar and workshop, my, my corporate workshops that I give on a multitude of topics outside of the science of, of goal setting and the power of vision imagery. But I aligned myself with my goal every single day. I would look at my reading goal. I got to read 22 books by the end of this year. I am almost there and I need you guys to keep me accountable and honest because I will hit that goal by the end of the year. But every time I look at a book, believe me, that number pops in my head, 22. That's the number I got to get to. Anytime I visit my doctor, anytime I take walk and I hit, I hit my steps, the mental image of my get in shape that I put on my vision board pops into my head. That's right. I told myself I was going to get in shape this year. I tell myself that every year, but here's the thing. I know what it looks like for me getting in shape looks different than what it did five years ago. So for me this year, it meant a blood work, aligning my nutrition, uh, making sure that I'm drinking enough water, limiting my alcohol consumption, taking 10,000 plus steps a day, hitting the goals that I want to achieve. Have I hit them every single day? Nope. But have I hit them more days than not? Absolutely. Because I'm creating consistency. I'm creating progress. I'm building on that. And then next year, I'm going to get even better, even stronger. So whenever I talk to someone and they say, I'm hesitant or I'm skeptical or I don't think this is really for me. This is a little woo. This is a little cringy. You're right. It is woo. It might be a little cringy until you put it into practice and you start to believe that you can achieve and that you will achieve it. Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich said that the mind achieves what the body believes. So if I can think it up here, I can achieve it. And my body works in tandem to help me get there. Conversely, if I'm telling myself every day, I can't do this. This isn't going to happen for me. I'm not worth it. Oof, this is too difficult. Well, then that's the signal that my brain is going to send to the rest of my body. And it's going to help me achieve that goal as well. So our goals, the processes and systems that we want to put in place, the habits we want to form in order to become better at whatever it is we are working to achieve, it's right there in front of us. We just have to be willing and open to accepting the fact that isolating our goals and dreams within images, within an action plan, an accountability partner, writing our goals down consistently, not just one time and leaving them, 
and keeping ourselves accountable, not just through an accountability partner, but keeping ourselves accountable and acknowledging where we are not holding up the, the end of our own bargain. Those are the tools that we need in order to succeed when it comes to vision imagery. It's not that difficult, but then it is. Because anything worth having in life, anything worth accomplishing or achieving, any new change or habit, all of it, all of it is hard work. But I get up each day continuing to try to make it happen. And that is my ask from all of you. If you have never made a vision board, just look into it. I have a workbook on Amazon. We'll link it in the show notes. I will post it. It's posted on my Instagram, in my profile, in my bio. You can click on the link and order it. It's $14.97. It gives you plenty of room and templates to get you started. Grab a friend. Make these holidays something that you can feel very proud about. Don't put your goals off to the new year. Why would you wait? Don't wait. Start today and make your dreams happen. Get the results that you want, that you've been thinking about. Write down the goals and the dreams in a journal, in my workbook. (laughs) Write them out. Create your action plan. How are you going to get there? Who is involved? Answer the planning questions in the back. Bring people along with you. You're 64% more likely when you create this action plan and you have an accountability partner and you've identified the goals that you want to work on. If that isn't compelling enough, well, then take it from me, someone who's been vision boarding and goal setting their entire life, who has a multitude of examples from not just myself, but clients of mine, workshop attendees of mine who have gone through my program, the process, and who absolutely are sold on creating the vision for their life. It's something we all have the power to do. It doesn't cost a lot of money, but it's an investment in yourself that you won't regret. Because anytime we invest in making ourselves a better version of who we are, we're leaning into our purpose. We're leaning into fulfilling the pieces of us that make us who we are and who we were meant to be. And if I haven't told you yet, you are worth it. So... Go out and create the vision for your life. And if you need any help, I'm always here for you. In six months from now, you will be so glad you did. Thank you for listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and review of the show and subscribe on your favorite app. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Creating Visionaries. If there is something that stuck out to you in this conversation, send me a message on Instagram to let me know. Until next time, Keep creating the vision for your life.